I could get you arrested. I'm also a cop. Here's <laughs> a dirtbag. So we have booze. Yep. Oh, look at that earring. We have Ooh. booze and this bozo. Yeah. <laughs> Origami. Yeah. Ooh. Origami. What is this, Blade Runner? Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I am your host, Adam Edwards. Uh, this week, both Joseph Graham and Justin Petty are out on assignment. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit weird this week. But joining me, we still have Apocalypse Howl. Apocalypse, how's it going? Hey, toot, toot. <laughs> toot, toot, all aboard. Yeah. <laughs> Full persona mode now. <laughs> and uh, attempting to fill the big shoes for the big oh. feet of jo- joseph graham and justin petty we've got size nine at best <laughs> we've got a uh, friend of the show giles how's it going hey fellas good to see you yeah and uh also friend of the show host of bowl cuts uh here in houston uh a great violinist uh oh. jd carpicky jd how's it going hey guys hey doing JD. pretty great Okay. Bowl cuts was cool, man. I enjoyed it. Bowl cuts yeah. was great. It was you know, great having you know, on the back. You know what I like to think about is uh I'm just an island boy. <laughs> and he tries to make it. Boy. <laughs> I like that song. I'm not yeah. having you do it next time now. If uh if you're listening to this show and you haven't attended a bull cuts, uh rectify that the next time that it comes around. It's it's a great time. Uh this time it was at the rec room downtown, which was awesome. a really cool venue. Um I think yeah. we're we're gonna look into using that for future screenings. Uh I but, have, there were about ten guests that told me the exact same thing, so I'm glad to yeah. throw some business their way. It was yeah. awesome. We had I mean, we pretty much packed the whole house. It was like fifty plus. People yeah, showed up. there awesome. were people standing yeah. behind us. So I mean, mm-hmm. you you had standing room only going. That's Crazy. that's pretty good. Yeah. Do you mind uh, just continuing the plug real quick because I'm unfamiliar with bulk cuts. I would love to know a little bit about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we um so we take local Houston filmmakers and I ask for the earliest work that they have. Ah. So it's like I mean you know early enough something that preferably with like no equipment it's just their friends get together to make a movie when you're in high school or college or whatever so we have professional comedians roast those works Uh, and then they get a redemption piece afterwards to just show what they're working on now so it's really just showing the journey and you know all of the non-public domain music they use the copyright stuff the you know the tarantino (laughs) scorsese references like all that stuff is really fun and then we also do some skits and trivia games and stuff like that. So that's it's, right. it's really, really fun. Yeah. Right on. It's a it's a really, really good time. Um, most of us have done it before. Uh, <laughs> I did it last month. <laughs> Apocalypse has attended <laughs> this several. Is what, this is what happens when Joey and Justin are not here. Right? Yeah. 
I knew something like this was going to happen. For our audio audience, which quick reminder, uh, video versions are now available on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, just hop on over to the app and watch Apocalypse Howl, uh, who is actually a Bigfoot right now. Uh, It's worth it to go back and watch them. Drinking uh, Love Street and belching into the camera. It's a a Houston beer. (laughs) You have I like how you have like a Batman voice for your character. <laughs> Apocalypse, how do you buy the beer? Do you I go mean, into a store like that? Do you yeah. put on a, a disguise? Yeah. Do they card you? I'm sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Apocalypse Howl, uh, known living Sasquatch, is sponsored by Carbock. <laughs> I don't know how you got that sponsorship when this show can't get jack shit, but yeah, well, that's because your show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about that? You watch the show, like rumor it on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that hurt oh, my well. feelings. Um, so this <laughs> week, oh, oh Adam. Adam, I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm going hard in the paint. <laughs> so this He's, week, this, this episode is going to be like 25 minutes. <laughs> so all this is going to be cut. So he's like, let me see what to do with the edit. <laughs> Too much. Uh, this week we watched 1992's Rage and Honor. Directed by Terrence Winkles, Winkless, starring Cynthia Rothrick, Richard Norton, Terry Trius, uh, Brian Thompson, Catherine Bach, and uh, our personal favorite, Alex Datcher as Hannah the Hun. Hell yeah. Oh, Hannah. Hannah gets um, it done, man. This movie is maybe not as trash as we normally go for uh, y'all were kind of talking a little bit before uh, apocalypse and giles y'all were kind of discussing a little bit before we started the show uh that it, i, it, I it, liked it it was trash straight trash mike he's a cook he thought uh <laughs> he thought it wasn't trash oh yeah so he there thought, was he thought it wasn't trash so you there's a, a dispute going on well he's just a cook we don't listen <laughs> to him <laughs> So he like he likes to watch you watch the movies, and that's yeah, movie cuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like the the spinoff show for this one is the yeah. movie cucks, and it's just Mike and Apocalypse <laughs> yeah. yelling at each he's, other. You know he's what? Tied up, like <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's the elevator pitch, but I made him take the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Cook. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh right. my god. We're I gotta gonna... go, guys. Gotta go. Oh no. So soon. You gotta go, go back, back to your hole? Ju- Where are you going? I'm gonna take the stairs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, gonna, he's doing the awesome powers a bit. Oh, he's, he's going. Okay. Oh, he's doing the thing. I oh. see a bald head. What is that? There's something. Well, now it's just. Okay. It's just a. It's just trees and there's like an eagle landing. It's just it's just Montana now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said Joe Montana. Uh, 
crazy asshole. How many episodes can we get that reference into? Because it's already at three or four. It's never enough. (laughs) It goes with the Baby's Day Out reference pretty well. Mm. Um, That was in one. So this one, uh, I'm trying to think of the plot and feel free to jump in. Mm. Um, Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. You good? Hey. Yeah, sorry. I had to go outside for a minute. Yeah, we missed you, man. What was going on? My my bookshelf. There's my favorite bookshelf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, You you said you went outside. Yeah, what I miss? Like you were. I mean, talking. Sasquatch was here. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, you just missed him. You you missed him, man. He was here. He had opinions. No, he called you a cuck. Don't believe anything he says. He was kind of a jackass. Yeah, he called he called you a cuck, man. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think he's had too much carbuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, be. he's been drinking, yeah. which he's sponsored by. <laughs> which he, what? Yeah, that's what yeah, he said. And then he, he said that he's our... sponsor for the show, right? And he said <laughs> yeah, it's because this said. show sucks, which oh. was hurtful. I mean, it was fair, but it was hurtful. He's well, it nag- also means he listens to the show, though, so it's kind of that's true. <laughs> that's true. He's really a fan. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, Apocalypse, now that you're back, uh, do you want to take a stab at explaining the plot of this movie? So, somebody give me the beginning. So, the beginning, you've got... Uh, got Blair Witch uh, Shaggy Cam. Right, you've got <laughs> oh, yeah. this, that's this, right, that's this right, kid named you. Paris, American who's Beauty. walking around with a shaky cam. Apparently, and what was her name? Chris? Who? Chris. Chris is Chris. a teacher, kind yes. of um, like a really Michelle cool Pfeiffer hip style. teacher, but it's kind of known around. I don't know if it was campus or the the high school campus, but um, it's kind of rumored that trouble follows this lady. So he has a video camcorder out and he's ready to make the next big news story. Uh, well, there's he, some he competition pre viral. There's some competition yeah, with like a radio station yeah. or something or a, a news station for a thousand dollars. It never comes up again. For like a viral he wants video. to, yeah, like 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 he wants to win a contest with hard copy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had the hard copy. <laughs> but um, well. I, if I remember correctly, what ended up happening was he was videotaping her. She knows him. She thinks like, leave me alone. But at the same time, whatever. You're my student. She's at an at an ATM an automated teller machine. I think she drew, withdrew 40 bucks and like <laughs> yeah. some oh, yeah. dudes try to like mug her and she whoops him because she's a martial arts expert. He catches that on video. Did he catch that on video? Yeah, he filmed it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he filmed that. Um, well, one thing led to the next and I don't really, I don't know how the next thing happened. I don't remember he he ends up following the guy, the main character or the main male character, Preston mm-hmm. Michaels. Uh, I don't he remember shows up when she's fighting those guys, right? Yes. Yeah. And she does that dance where she like picks the money up and then does this like yeah. a house kick, which is pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Awesome. It was a little yeah. cup away to there. She's got some skills for like a high school English teacher or yeah. whatever she <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> By day. Yeah, right. she's definitely in the Fast and Furious parlance. Has had a life before this. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so he he meets up with Michaels and follows him to like a drug deal. That's right. 
Yeah, how no, did she they doesn't go to that drug deal? She's not at that drug deal. She's not, but Michael's the no. the Australian oh, yeah, the guy. Michael's is. the the who's like a cop. He winds up at a drug deal where there's other cops there, but he's not with them. They're corrupt. Yeah. And meanwhile, the the student is on the roof filming, and he ends up capturing their uh, boss bitch. Come up and shoot dude in the head. <laughs> Oh, nice. nice. (laughs) this movie passes the Bechtel test with flying. Yeah. (laughs) Blazer boss bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was a boss bitch for sure. Yeah. And she was calm and cool and collected the whole like throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie. Always wearing a blazer power because she's also dating Drago. Who is this? Our bad guy. Everybody knows on the streets who Drago is. He trumps all of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not doing a good job explaining. <laughs> Con- Conrad Drago, who is yeah, like, yeah, like, this, yeah. who is like this, uh, the city badass, but like, we really only with, with a few exceptions, really only see him like at his house, just like doing like, doing like meditative exercises and breaking ice and like licking, yeah, coke sweating, the, sweating, yeah, ice. <laughs> Yeah, he had this giant yeah. ice sculpture, which there's Shaped no way like a it caramello. could stay frozen. It yeah. also couldn't have stayed in his freezer, so I don't know where it came from. No. Probably just got, he got it delivered, and he's like, mm. that day. and then he breaks it, and then he's like, all right, time to yeah. He's been a bad guy in a couple things. I like the opening of Die Hard 2. Oh, man, I love dudes passing hands through flames. Mm-hmm. Is his uh, hairy hands would be less hairy. He, yeah. Oh. What is this? Wait, he has an ice sculpture just ice. chilling there? <laughs> Sorry. But how does he keep it all fresh? Whoa, he broke ice? No way. <laughs> Gotta break my ice and then take my nap. It's amazing he broke the ice without even saying a word. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they end up finding out well, Michael's like the Michael's and Chris, who's the teacher slash martial artist, yeah. they become wanted for murdering cops because the like the cops that were there recognized him and they basically framed him for this drug deal and beating up cops. And he's like, no, I didn't actually do it. And there's a tape that can corroborate this entire thing. And they're trying to find the tape. The kid has the tape. Right. Paris has the tape. Paris has the tape. And then Conrad Drago, was it Drago that chased him down through the alleys? No, it was like one of his goons. Okay. It was pe- Penguin, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was Penguin. Yeah, it was Michael <laughs> Ironside's Penguin. The the, 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 piece, <laughs> the piece that I think we're missing is how, okay, Michael's, he's the Australian guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's his, his chief of police, Captain, what's her name? Murdoch. Um, She's the one that's dirty, and she basically, she's trying to find him because he runs away with Chris, right? Mm-hmm. And she's trying. She's like, "Where are you? We'll, we'll help you." Blah 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 blah. 
and basically while he's telling her where he is that's when she signals and basically it like goes through this chain of command and makes it to where he is and a cop like pulls his gun that's like how they're together right well that's, i don't know what happened to her by the way i think that's later on that's when he's in the hospital yeah but i'm i just meant like how they because the chief of police that's how he got hooked up with this teacher i'm not or does he run into her on the street i can't remember how they get together yeah he might have ran it i don't remember how they link up because he's like he's like oh you want me to fight you you mean like a girl you know and then she like kicks his ass yeah oh yeah. he walked into the karate school <laughs> that's what oh it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and mm-hmm. she pulled him up to the front of class for a demo yeah that's what it was it definitely feels like a movie that if you actually try to string a line through the plot it doesn't really hold up, but it's paced so well that you're just kind of going with it. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to go back and relay what the story was exactly. Um, but there was a through line that worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I guess the, it, the plot may it was coherent. Yeah. So it's probably better to just talk about like the broad strokes or like the high points. So like, like you mentioned, JD, there's that scene in the hospital where he's He's going to visit Paris. So Paris is the kid that yeah. filmed the thing. And he, he always has a skateboard. Right. And he always has a skateboard. Like a and the skateboard's what got him in trouble. The yeah. skateboard's what got him in trouble because he was sitting on a roof filming shit with mm-hmm. the skateboard. And then the skateboard slides down and knocks over fair, a Sprite can. Sprite can, can that got right. him in trouble. Yeah. Because they should have used Pepsi and that would have never happened. Uh, right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and then the Michael dude. Ironside's penguin chases him down in the alley, but he gives the tape to Baby. We don't know who right. Baby is at so this point. We don't point. know who he is, but it's like Baby, Baby, Baby. And then the goon beats the fuck out of Paris. Paris it's goes to the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paris goes to the hospital. Is um, it weird that in that moment I felt like Paris deserved it? Kind Whoa. of, because he was yeah. pretty innocent. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did I feel that way? Well, you should uh, talk to Sasquatch about that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It was <laughs> it weird, but the like, whole yeah. time I was like, well, you shouldn't have been poking your nose in someone else's business. He's just trying to be a good reporter. Yeah, well, that's what happens to good reporters. It sounds like you're mad at him like a dad would be mad. Like, hey, you shouldn't have lost his skateboard again. You're grounded. <laughs> that's what you get for not riding Pal Peralta. <laughs> So he's in the hospital trying to visit Paris. He's on the phone with his police captain and telling her what happened. He's like, oh, I saw this drug deal. Oh, that's right. That's there right. were cops involved. Uh, and she's like, okay, well, where are you right now? And she's obviously in on the take. She knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. with these Penguins right there with her. Yeah. Like she's like motioning to him. And all that yeah. Stuff. So once she finds out where he is, she then puts out an APB against him. And the cop that's in the fucking hospital draws his gun and, and yeah. shoots him. Look, finish your coffee, get your ass back Preston here. Michaels, Preston Michaels, 35 years old, six feet two. What do you mean, come in and we'll talk about it? I mean, Michaels, you gotta file a report. Is that what you mean? Chief? He's just shooting people in a oh. hospital? I mean, he got him right in the heart. What's going so. on down there? Come in. Come in, Michael. And then, right which is 
so yeah, fucked up. Heart is right here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucked up. Right there. And so then he throws the nurse's station's counter at him that weighs like two pounds. Dude, it's a set. It's like yeah. definitely <laughs> on wheels. It's made out of paper mache and like just yeah. some pieces of like I don't know that really thin wood that's just wrapped around everything. Like also it, wood. It, it, do we have a clip of that? Yeah, we can roll that back. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so like it was yeah. just I mean, yeah. it, it looks like nothing. Like he just right. throws it. It's it's great. It's great. <laughs> then he picks up the cop and throws him into a man that's in the hospital in a wheelchair. Oh yeah. And the guy like he, jumps, he out, jumps of out of his wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he gives one great. of Wheelchair. The first of many uh, one-liners where he goes, God, no wonder my people die in hospitals. No wonder so many people die in hospitals. And then walks around the corner. There weren't a lot of, outside of that, there weren't a lot of good one-liners. There were if a couple. Any, there were a couple, but not very many. There were a couple. I have some written down, so. With the, line, the one-liners? Yeah, there was like, one yeah. later on. I don't remember who it was that said it, but he's like walking in and he says, Fuck a rat. I'll kill that Aussie bastard. Fuck a rat. I'll kill that Aussie bastard. I don't know why. Pretty good. Uh, uh, there's, there's that bit where um, Richard Norton, I guess, is, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, walks into. Hannah's lair, and yes. he says, "Like, oh, this is a hell of a Tupperware party." Holy shit! Oh, this is one weird, bloody Tupperware party. Welcome <laughs> 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 Oh, that was great. Well, yeah. This is one weird, bloody Tupperware party. <laughs> a bloody Tupperware party. <laughs> yeah. At well, point, do Australian he... people say bloody? He does. Um, he does. Like, yeah, he did, like yeah. British people say it. At one point, he has a really like laying on the Australian thick little quip, and I can't remember what it was, but something like, "Oh, something about a regeridu," or I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, that was baby. Uh, baby baby rattles off about... every Australian stereotype. He's like, "Well, so you're gonna put a shrimp on the barbie or something? Are you gonna maybe go down under?" Like, uh, an Aussie, jeez, those uh, the kangaroo thing, right? With the, the the boomerang, you do the 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 when you the boomerang and you you. Uh, you uh, yeah, he's like, oh, you're gonna do a boomerang, and you throw it, and it does <laughs> yeah. the boomerang, and, and the kangaroos there, and the <laughs> like. He has this whole like nervous episode about yeah like, meeting an Australian person. He's like, oh, these are all the things I know about you. It's a movie um, that like is very much, uh, first of all, like super comfortable with all the women being badasses, which is great, yes. and also awesome. pretty comfortable with like it being just like this uh, ethnic like melting pot like yeah, yeah. sure it, like it trades into some stereotypes but nothing really feels mean-spirited it's like this right. interesting pocket i think that you occasionally see of like early 90s to mid 90s um like trash or action cinema where it like it feels almost progressive in a sense without ever like like intending to be it just like is yeah, and right. it's just like yeah it's like, just, the, like, it, like the director or the writer or director owned the we are the world album <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <Sure. And laughs> or like, so... like just the example I think of is in Tomorrow Never Dies when it's Pierce Brosnan paired with Michelle Yeoh, mm -hmm. which is awesome. 
And if that movie were made 15 years later, it would probably make more of a point to kind of pat itself on the back for like how cool that is. Whereas in 1997, mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, no, like it's like it just Pierce and Michelle because yeah. why not? Yeah. Yeah. So Everything, everywhere, which is which is something I feel like is lost on this gen, like the the younger portion of this generation. I hope it's not, but sometimes it seems like it is because so many things nowadays do point. They do go out of their way to pat themselves on the back for it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which kind of takes away from the from doing it. Yes. Yeah, it's like you're pointing <laughs> it out rather than just doing it. Yeah. Well, because it, that's me, what I loved about this. We didn't talk about because we talked about the tape. But what was awesome in that scene is like the blazer lady. She wears like three power blazers. It's awesome. But like that's like, so much power. Her, well, the red one is like this big. Yeah, and she has like the this shoulder skirt on. Are but like, like amazing. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> linebacker. But like uh, she, like she's so she's confronted, and one of the goons who looks like a strung out like Clint Eastwood. He's like, he's like, what are you gonna do? Shoot me? And then she like reaches behind her, grabs a gun, and she fucking shoots him. Rounds can't even handle the distribution without help. Fuck you, Rita. Try doing it without us. Yeah, Rita. Fuck you. So true. Yeah, and your blazer, and your your business skirt. But you can't take the suit. Jesus Christ! (laughs) That's two slaps. But but the women always fight back. Oh, nice. (laughs) Right in the head. And we're like, yes, like all of that stuff was Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And the main character can really fight. She didn't die and then get reincarnated as a sister. Uh, (laughs) You know, watch the other episodes, guys. But yeah, yeah, it was really badass. I like the Bechtel test was passed flying colors in this one. I see what Christopher was saying, though. It is very progressive without trying to be. Yeah, it's just yeah, comfortable yeah. in its in its in its badassery and representation, which yeah. I yeah. feel like I chode even using that word, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, but you think about what the stuff. I mean, the even they kind of did it at the end, like the guy still had to like kind of be the hero in a way, like with fighting him, but they didn't. He didn't have didn't, to be though. But but they didn't overly address any of that stuff. They just kind of mm-hmm. did it. It was like instead of having a girl like just in distress or something like that, like she just fucking kicks two guys at the same time and they fall to the ground like it just was not you know and it's almost like the guy michaels it's almost like he was confused by it the whole time he's like wait chicks are gonna be the star of this movie this whole time like he's just (laughs) his his whole demeanor is like what Uh, uh, what didn't fool me that do i I need to be in this movie i found it interesting because like throughout the movie michaels kind of has to confront (laughs) his sexism because there's several par- yeah. parts in the movie where he gets into fights with women and he's like, I'm not going to, I don't want to hit you. Like, I right. don't want to hit you because you're a woman. And they're like, just fucking hit me. Like, just fight me. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And he <laughs> loses every time. Yeah. And awesome. like toward to, to the point where at the end he's like, he's shot in the leg and there's <laughs> yeah. like a recurring bit where he and Chris are say like, Chris keeps saying, you know, I could have taken you. I could have taken you. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, if you wanted to, you probably could have. And she, yeah. and, it might have been right. taken for the both of us. You know, right. There's all these sexual innuendo, and she's like, no, I could have kicked your ass. And she could have, and it's it's yeah. great if like, she wanted to. But he knew in his heart that she didn't want to. But I, sweet man. Sequel. And I think it's it's great because you think about how they established these characters. Like the first time you see Chris on screen, 
she gets confronted by three men outside of an ATM, and one of them has a baseball bat, one of them has a fucking chain. I don't know if the third one had a weapon or not. And she fucking kicks their asses. (laughs) And then you've got shoulder pads lady, uh, Murdoch, I think, and she, no, uh, Rita. And she, like you said, JD, she just turns around and shoots a dude in the fucking forehead, like right off the bat. They it's just... so casual. She's like, "You, we got a gun, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah." You know, like just fucking kills him. <laughs> it's awesome. Someone's packing. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Right, but how come nobody else? Like in that kind of environment, I feel like everybody should be packing. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, then Penguin later on uh, is confronted by those three girls from Sin City, basically. Yeah, and, and he's like, "What are you going to do? Shoot the legs. me?" And then he's like, "No." You know, and they just yeah. he just surrenders to him. Yeah. And 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 we haven't even gotten to the best character, which Giles, uh, you mentioned earlier, uh yeah. Hannah. Hannah the Hannah the Hun. Um mm-hmm. so Hannah the Hun is this kind of underground leader of the derelict kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like she has this weird slum empire. Of, of homeless ladies that have like a weird arcade hobo rave underground all the time. It's like, it's fucking awesome. That's exactly what it is. If you don't have great. holes in your socks, you're not invited. Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrific. And the movie does not take any effort to over explain like her universe. It just sort of presents it, which I love. Um, at some point earlier, Adam, you made a comparison to like, Lawrence Fishburne and um, the John Wick films, yeah. which, which, which when you said that it kind of crystallized this movie for me because I love um, these movies that do that kind of world building. Like it's like, you know, it's, it's ostensibly set in LA, but there's not much in the way of like kind of going out of its way to, you know, signify LA. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, this nondescript town with clearly this hierarchy and whole like subculture upon subculture upon subculture mm-hmm. of like, crimes and and gangs and 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 this whole underworld and it's just like this weird ride through it like there's you see like the poster or like videotape art for this movie you're like okay i can kind of guess this is gonna be just sort of like a like a like a low rent actioner and it is but it's way better than that too um and actually has uh you know um a lot to offer I I had a blast with it. Yeah, it it was great. Like there were several times while we were watching it that I had to kind of stop and appreciate the fact that all of us were just watching the movie. Like we were silently watching and engaging with the film, which doesn't happen that often. We're usually riffing or talking about something completely unrelated. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Matrix at all, and they did have a projector in the lair. So. Yeah, and I've got a brand new poster behind me right now of the Matrix. Oh, so yeah. that looks good. Oh yeah, nice, dude. I just now saw that. Yeah. Honestly, I thought that was Alfred Molina from Spider-Man Two, but either way. I mean, so it's like, one of the uh, Joey got uh, some of us some of these uh, <laughs> Apocalypse. I think you have one coming. I don't know if you've gotten it yet, but it's nice. these. There's these uh, a group of artists in Africa that do these hand painted like ridiculous posters wow. of famous movies, yeah. and so this one is of the Matrix, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's like Trinity if y'all are has all getting Matrix posters or posters. I guarantee you, I'm not on the list. No, <laughs> we're not all getting Matrix posters. We 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 got like Justin got uh God, what did Justin get? Oh, Justin got the Fly. Nice. Joey got uh, street trash for himself. Yours is a very good one, Apocalypse. He showed it to us, Ooh. and I'm not going to spoil the surprise for you, but 
you have one. It's waiting for you. Oh, and uh, side note, JD, oh, I crap. dig your uh, American Gangster poster back there. That's cool. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dramatica Frames, my buddy Patrick Yingst. He designed like the matting for all that and oh, the Pennywise wow. one too. Yeah, That's awesome. Huh. I will be hitting him up because I just scored a Mandy poster off of Mondo today. Oh, and yes. yes. And so he, I'm going to want to get great, that framed. Man. It's Wait, you scored Street? that Mandy posted the the cross through the eyes? Uh, Joey got the cross through the eyes. I got the alternate that's like all orange and stuff. Both so. of them were badass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Anyway, so this Anna. fucking movie. <laughs> okay, so did any of y'all watch Anna. Gotham? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. All right, fantastic show. Uh, Gotham has a character named Fish Mooney, and I feel like she is 100% not even 98%, 100% derivative of Hannah. Is that the Jada Pinkett? Uh, yes. Okay, interesting. Okay. Nice. And, and, and so Hannah has this little verbal quirk where she's always referring to herself in the third person, which, mm-hmm. you know, on paper sounds like that could get old real fast, but it's just a very charming delight, this actress. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah that actress made it a charming delight. I don't think just any, any actor could pull that off. Yeah. yeah, her name is Alex yeah. Datcher, and it's worth mentioning because she does a fucking fantastic job in this movie. And now that I think about it, she's closer to like, she has a little bit of Harley Quinn in yeah. her. Because at the end, she's all by herself. And like, when the bad guy died in this horrific way, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. But like, she's just, everybody leaves that's around, all the other stars leave, and she's just standing there and she goes, Hannah likes this. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, what? You know. Hannah likes this. Hmm. Well, because, no, no, no. She's saying that because she's free. Yeah. She was oh, I under. I forgot that. Okay. Yeah, she's under the thumb of Drago. Nice. Okay. And now I Drago's she just dead. enjoyed it. I thought she was just Oh, spoiler dead. alert. Drago dies. Drago's yeah. Dead. So eventually we find out that Chris, who is the, again, the teacher, martial artist, all that stuff, is the sister of Drago, who is the guy that I guess is in charge of the drug deal. I, I don't really know how he factored into the drug deal, yeah. but he's, he's he the big like bad of this film. Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, right. Which is which should explain it. Buffalo Bob from the greatest film of my generation, Joe Dirt. <laughs> Brian Thompson is the uh, actor. Oh, you know what? And I just I just looked up his um his, his profile here, and so yeah, he you know has some a few notable credits, like he's in the original Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Cobra with Stallone, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, he's in Lionheart. Uh, which is he's a great... not a terrible actor. Yeah. No, yeah. Very but nice. He's actually pretty good. I thought he has a very like kind of distinctive face. And I, and I, and now that kind I kind of <laughs> a, a very distinctive face. And uh, when, when I looked up his profile, I realized, Oh, he's the alien bounty hunter in the original run of the X files, which is kind of where oh, I recognize. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Which is, which is, which is, which is perfect because he has that fucking face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that I appreciate about this movie, which a lot of the trash movies that we watch are like this, but they just hired normal people. And I mean, mm-hmm. 
And I think this movie specifically is great because almost everybody in this, uh, you know, Amy Anderson, who's been on the show a bunch, she likes to do the, that's the guy from the thing game where it's like, Uh, I know this actor from this thing or this actress from this thing. Everybody in this movie has been in something else that you've seen. Uh, and you Richard, said something specifically, right? Like there's one that everybody's been in something. So every, I'm pretty sure every single main actor in this movie has been in at least one episode of Star Trek, whether it's the next generation, whether it's deep space nine, wh- whatever it is, they've all, or Voyager. I think a few of them were in Voyager. Um, it, looked, it looks like Brian Thompson was in the movie um, Star Trek Generations from 94. So there you go. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like this is such a good representation of that era of Hollywood where you're just hiring people that look like people rather than, mm-hmm. you know, Red Notice, which Red Notice is a fine movie, but oh. you've got Ryan Gosling, Gal Gadot, oh. and The Rock. Like, Who? come on. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan no. Gosling is in that? Or not Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I'm tired of seeing Dwayne Johnson. Um, Are we going to talk about Dwayne Johnson great. for a second? Cause... But Ryan Gosling is... I like that guy. Yeah, well, he's not in Red good. Notice. I'm sorry. It was Ryan no. Reynolds. He's I, good, though. I, I, I slipped. If you haven't watched The Nice Guys, go watch that. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Great yeah. Oh, yeah. The um, Goss. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I went a little... Uh, I lost my mind space talking about Gosling. No, you're good. I think we all did. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so eventually you learn that Chris and Drago are siblings. Mm -hmm. Then Drago gets his hands on the tape, I think. The tape ends up getting destroyed. Uh, This is part of the movie that falls apart to me because it's like... right. There's no, they haven't built up that they need to kill Drago for any reason. It's more about the tape. Right. But then he gets the tape and he destroys the tape. And we were all like, well, that, it's done. Go home. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, then, a, there, but, but then after the, the, the tape is destroyed, it, after that, it just becomes a matter of uh, honor. Right. Yeah. Because uh, all the rage is right. done. You're right. You did yeah. say that. You're like, the rage is over. Yeah. And now we're left with honor. And yeah, and I actually kind of dug that beat about the tape being destroyed. Like, this movie has sort of the typical action movie climax beats of like the big bad getting vanquished and, you know, like our Mm -hmm. heroes are okay. But like, they don't wind up together, like, as a team or a couple, our two heroes. The tape is destroyed. Mm -hmm. The person who shot the tape dies. And it's like, like, I wouldn't call it like a downer ending, but it's sort of like a, yeah, no shit like shit like like shit goes wrong yeah yeah and now we're and and like and now we're gonna walk off like kind of a thing did we circle back to paris if he's if he was okay or he just or he was dead i'm pretty sure he he died because drago smuggled him out of the hospital like drago kidnapped him out of the hospital and he was just on the roof croak yeah because they didn't really wrap up everything like chris wasn't chris was just like on the side of the road like being tended to yeah, like I, don't, yeah. I, I can't remember if they went to a hospital or something. I don't know. I mean, from from my perspective, it's a did. safe assumption that Paris died. But did it yeah. physic? Did it actually show him croaking? It didn't. Well, his which, eyes were just like staring. You know. So yeah. maybe we need to watch Rage and Honor two. We definitely. Do. And maybe Paris makes a surprise appearance in the second act of that film. Oh, no, no. Hopefully uh, not secretly recording people. 
doing illicit things. <laughs> right. Not anymore. That but, was weird. It, it it makes me think of how we're all on our cell phones now because they show you that POV like style mm. of shaky cam. And then when they show Paris, he has this gigantic VHS recorder. It wasn't was VHS. Like, Holy shit. It was like, like it was like high eight. It was yeah, it was high eight, yeah, for sure. It was just bigger than I expected. It was like a it was like the what's it called? The talk It was like a talk boy. Talk boy. <laughs> it, it was like yeah. a handy cam type thing. That was the size, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But um, good, yeah, good point about the honor, man. Because that was at the end. Even the bad guy was like, you know, we, you know, he's like, we work with the cops, so tapes destroyed. What are you gonna do? And then they, you know, fight to the death. So. Yeah, but it also end. was about um, answering the question between um, Chris and her brother Drago because mm-hmm. Drago killed their sensei. Yeah, right. They were at the same spot, same locationally that that occurred so it was almost a fight of honor you killed sensei down there that is where sensei asked to die i miss him a foolish choice (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's almost like after the rage was done it was like okay now let's we're still fighting but this time it's about honor so we're going to pursue. But then she threw him over the building. Oh, that uh, was a mess. And then, yeah. and then so he was about to die. And then mm-hmm. she reaches her hand down and she's like, brother. Mm-hmm. This and is then, my, uh, my honor. And then, my, yeah. And then he gets back up and they have a, they actually share a moment. Yeah. They share a moment before uh, he loses before his he honor. Uppercuts her. Yeah. Right. And then he betrays his honor again. He right. betrays his honor for 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 cheap rage, and well, mm-hmm. he does not live to to right. uh, tell a tale. Because then Michael's roundhouse kicks him off the edge, and he mm-hmm. impales himself on a couple of pipes. Ooh, a couple, which answers the question: Who was the better fighter, her or him? Yeah, Michael's uh, oh, Michael's could beat. He uh, didn't. He didn't have that sibling like thing that disarmed her though. Like, exactly. But she yeah. did get him off the building. She could have cut the cord. She beat him first. She did. But beat she him. decided. She decided True. to choose honor. There, she there. maintained her honor. Yes. And that's yeah, why I was, think she's the better remember? fighter. Then I hope the she sequel is, is sure. all about who's the better fighter mm-hmm. between her and her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whoever else they get. To. To be in that movie. Rage of Honor 2 domestic yeah. dispute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the basic plot of Rage and Honor, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody have a favorite part that they want to highlight? Apocalypse, um, you are raising your hand. Bullet in the head. Ahead, caught me yeah. off guard. It Pretty caught great. me off guard completely. The I one at the beginning? Yes. I did mm-hmm. not see her. I didn't see... <clears throat> That coming. I knew yeah. she would shoot him, but I didn't know that they would show the bullet yeah. go through the head. They did a good job on that one. Yeah, that was great. It was very surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a decent effect, too. It was a good squib. It was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For an yeah. R-rated movie, you know, they, it's all like language, basically. R. There's not yeah. a lot of blood. There's not. A, there's no there's nudity. No nudity. There's, yeah. Which is why this movie is garbage. <laughs> yeah right that's uh, losing a bag of trash in my book 
You definitely yep. feel um, like you definitely feel some bone crunches though. Like there's oh, some yeah, good, yeah. like there's some solid sound sound mixing in this thing. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's odd. It's almost like they almost did a PG thirteen because every like I'd say five or six shots just start on boobs, like clothed, but like and then they pan up to something else, and I'm like, what are they doing? Like I was like, is this PG thirteen? And they're trying to like make it safe for TV or something. I I couldn't tell what was happening. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I really dug the like when when Chris and Preston are you know kind of briefly trapped in Hannah's lair and she makes them do sort of like a show fight and yeah. it's just mm-hmm. and it's just like Preston being heckled by all these uh, seething gals. Go <laughs> yeah. fuck yourself. Come on, she right? Are you really afraid to fight a woman? You're tough. Come on, Preston, show me how tough you are. Fight! Yeah, yeah, fight with your legs that just got shot. So if you're a tough man, you'll hit a woman. That's what she's saying. She kicked him in the shot leg! Yeah, did it again! And, and like, he gets shot in the leg, which he recovers from quite, you know, uh, (laughs) quickly. And, (laughs) and, and like, Chris is there just, like, kicking him, being like, come on, motherfucker, fight! Like, like... (laughs) (laughs) And so, that was a good time. Like, anytime uh, people are forced to fight or perform with like for the pleasure of like just this horde of uh of <laughs> of like rabid uh rabid onlookers is is a good time yeah. and i just really dug the uh, set design of hannah's lair too that's mm-hmm. yeah that's good stuff yeah um at one point we compared her like in her whole energy to being like a villain from a schumacher batman which yeah. Uh, oh yeah which is her um, kind of energy and i'm I, I, I am always here for that yeah it's great it's, it's you remember on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, whenever they go into the Foot Clan's lair and they're like skateboarding around and he walks down the stairs and he's like, anything you see? Or he's like, anything you want to do? Do it. And then he holds up two <laughs> cartons. He's like, he's like, you got any cigarettes? And he pulls out two <laughs> cartons. He goes, regular or menthol? <laughs> and it's like and it's like everybody's like skateboarding and everybody's playing video games i don't know if y'all remember that scene uh but it's very very much like that yeah the lair that could also be like <clears throat> zongief's character level in uh, yeah. street fighter or something it had like the rope randomly like what did, why did they bring that rope lots down? of nets <laughs> yeah it was like a net it was like to keep them in sort of I don't know. Or, or like rufio yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, like, what is it with like? I guess back in the nineties, yeah. to be the cool kid, you had to have like a layer. <laughs> yeah. You'd have a cool arcade to just. Yeah, it's like it's like Rufio moved to. to the city. You know, he's <laughs> 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 making it on his own. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, JD, did you have a favorite part? Oh man, I think y'all kind of took some of mine because they were. It's just. It, yeah, it's really the surprise. Oh no, we forgot to mention. I'll just this will be my favorite part, just because it was so cool. The because we haven't mentioned it. I mean, but like, there's a part where Penguin is being held down. Yes, and he's he he. So he grabs his little ankle holster gun. Yes, which is basically like a BB gun. It's like a two millimeter. Oh gun. yeah, but uh, it's like he's got it, and the guy Draco is like feeling on his stomach or something where, where is he no, it's, it's, it's his, his forearm arm. it's okay his it's arm. like an extreme close-up i couldn't really tell but like so he's, he's like de- yeah 
Let's Doing figure out where point. this is. Itchy trigger finger. Is this the one? Oh. What? Oh, he's like hitting him with yeah. the reflexes. That's kind of oh, cool. That's kind of cool. Crazy. No. Oh, that's fucking cool what as hell. One? That is cool. the one yeah and he's like and then it's like his pinky and he's like no no and then he moves over and he finally gets the trigger finger and that's how he kills him it's yeah like, he he uses really the cool. tendons in his forearm to make mm -hmm. him pull his own trigger finger and commit yeah. suicide it's wild yeah that was it's like cool one of the most fight. inventive deaths i've seen in a while yes mm -hmm. Very Very, good. Something I hadn't seen then or since. It's also not possible. Correct. Right. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I'm like. Well, well but yeah, like, but have you, you ever do, like? There are. If you get a massage sometimes, and they'll do that, they'll see? go down your arm, and your hands <laughs> just happening? like. You know, when I go get <laughs> massages, I like to hold pistols in both hands, just yeah. for whenever they get to my forearm to see. Like, you just like to get massage akimbo. Is this like the lowest budget <laughs> Saw movie there is? Scariest <laughs> massage you I've ever had. You gotta massage me, but... Uh... You wanna play a game? <laughs> just whatever you do with my forearms, make sure you don't shoot me in the head. I'm really ticklish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's his accent all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't either, but I love it. Uh... That was one of my favorite parts for sure, JD. Yeah. I had two others. Oh, I didn't ask. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's perfect. Like, because I, I, <clears throat> I, I'm glad that you took it because otherwise I would be saying three different things right now and then I would feel <laughs> yeah. like an ass. So, uh, thank you. Um, you speak in third person for this part. Yeah. So this... one of Adam's favorite parts was <laughs> at at a certain point they're in, <clears throat> they're in like a bar. I don't remember exactly why, but they're in a bar and oh, they're they're meeting. They're trying to get the tape from Fast Eddie, who's this oh, weird yeah. beaker looking fucker. Dude. And uh, they're down in Fast Eddie's lair, and they, they they basically try to steal the tape from him. He busts out a fucking automatic weapon and just starts spraying bullets everywhere. Yeah. They then go up to the bar uh, where there's a band playing. And Fast Eddie comes out from his lair and just shoots up this entire fucking bar. And while he's doing that, the band is just still playing like it's the goddamn yeah. Titanic. They're just like, we must, the show must go on in yeah. this fucking dive bar in L.A. A gig is hey. a gig. A gig yeah. is a gig. <laughs> a gig is it a doesn't gig. pay unless we play six songs. So, you know, we got <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was one and then the other one was uh right at the very beginning uh like we mentioned uh Chris gets jumped at the ATM by those three dudes and she beats the shit out of all of them. Mm -hmm. She picks awesome. up her $40 <laughs> for she 40 beats, bucks. <laughs> she yeah, she <laughs> she picks her up her $40 then roundhouse kicks the last guy in one swoop too. Right. Puts yeah. the $40 in her pocket, turns to the ATM. The ATM screen lights up and says, have a nice day with a smiley face. Yeah, and she know. goes, she's like, thanks, I will. And then <laughs> walks away. <laughs>
All this for 40 bucks. <laughs> you could have picked it up after you kicked his ass. <laughs> and then she couldn't practice her. <laughs> <laughs> pass that on. Yeah. You know, her, her martial arts style is very Ernie Reyes. I see it. Hmm. Like after looking it up and seeing that she was in the school of Ernie Reyes, it's like, it makes a lot of sense. Like even Ernie Reyes Jr. is going to do a lot of the same style kicks she did. And I wish they'd embrace the back kick more, but you know, not everybody does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. one thing. One thing is really weird is Michaels can only do one move. Oh, I can do um, that. He can do like punches sort of, but he does this one throw, and I think it's like six or seven times. I don't, I don't know if you want to put together a supercut or anything, but no, he's like he does this no. like flip, and then he like tosses somebody, and he does the same flip, same flip, same flip, and I didn't, I don't think I saw him do anything else, but that one move. If it yeah. works, it works. It's either yeah. that or getting shot. That's all he yeah. does. Oh right, he got shot twice, yeah, and still just ran around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apocalypse. You mentioned the martial arts I, I thought the martial arts are pretty good um yeah, and, and there I were a couple too. times throughout mm-hmm. that you were you seemed to be pretty impressed with them so uh, i <clears throat> you know there's one shot that i thought was kind of impressive in the sense that it was um a bird's eye view of the fight scene mm-hmm. and i think that's a risky shot to take as a like from like if you were to pick a camera angle i feel like bird's eye view is a little too revealing that you're not making contact. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it was. And but. and it was, but it, they, they edited it quickly. Yeah, so they did. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Um, so I, I don't know. There's things like that where I'm like, I would not have ever have done that. Um, that angle. But as far as them being able to perform the moves, they have fantastic style. They have fantastic um their their technique is solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I just think like the difference between the school that I grew up in and their school, like someone like Ernie Reyes. <clears throat> Why didn't I see a damn back kick? You mean to tell me that school doesn't teach back kicks? Maybe <laughs> you have to wait for the sequel, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's just disappointing because yeah. I like even in mixed martial arts, I'll be watching and I'm like, that's a perfect angle for a back kick. Like you got there. Mm-hmm. Their their arms are up too high. You can get it right in there. You don't because you didn't train it. It's not muscle memory for you. And my question as a martial artist is why? Mm-hmm. It's a basic kick. It's not a hard one. It's it's a very simple one. You just didn't mm. train it. And yeah. so I yeah, see a movie where they didn't incorporate it into their fight scenes, and I'm like, you didn't train back kicks. You might have done it a little bit, but. Yeah, it was mostly like roundhouse kicks that she did, right? Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, is that it was what like, that's called? Maybe. Well, like... no, that one kick that she did the double, that was a. That was uh, cool. Yeah. That's kind of a back. I mean, they might be like, "Oh, well, that's that's a reverse turning kick." Yeah, I get that, but <laughs> I'm talking about a solid straight end back kick mm-hmm. or, or, or or turning side kick. She did that thing where she like flew through the air during the play fight, like she bounced off the ropes. That they set up, and I think that's why they set him up. Now that I'm answering my own question, but like, I don't she, remember that part. She ran into the rope like the and then nets. bounced off, and then it shoots. It goes oh. to the crowd, and the crowd is like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then she does it again, and they do the same thing. 
It's like Bridget Jones's kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that sequel. <laughs> I don't think that's how nets work. Like, and it doesn't, it just launches her from side, one side to the other. I don't think it really <laughs> propelled her into doing anything. And then somebody, I don't know who said it, but somebody was like, I don't think that's how nets work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Uh, before we get into the bees, I'm looking at my list and there's one that we didn't mention yet, which is, uh, mm. there is a character in this movie named baby yeah. and he oh, is worth cricket talking about. Yeah. He's basically mm. cricket. He is evidently, uh, he used to be a wall street broker and then lost his mind because he got into smack or maybe it was <clears throat> meth. I don't remember, but, uh, he got into some drug. Something. He's on and something. he's now homeless and His lives. His sensei was their sensei. Mm-hmm. So he's from their lineage. And he's like an Emo Phillips type character, which JD, <laughs> I think you mentioned. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah he not. does. Uh, he he's, looks, he's like Emo Phillips that drives like a really shitty Back to the Future, uh, <laughs> like Plymouth. I don't, I don't know what that part yeah. is. But like, he's a he's crackhead. Got, Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there you go. <laughs> so Greg, let's. He he has a DeLorean with right. a flux capacitor in yeah. his mind. <laughs> right. It's really just a slow cooker tied to like a, I, I don't like a yeah. baby's. He crib basically or looks like one of the people from the Mar- Boston Marathon bomb. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's crazy. He's like Christopher Lloyd's character in Dennis the Menace, but like functioning. I guess no beans. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot. It's a little far. Maybe that's a little far. <laughs> but no, when it's, they were it's... under the bridge cooking the beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got this like hyperactive. I mean, obviously the drugs and all that, but he's his teeth are like orange. Yeah. Uh, he's built like Kramer. Um, <laughs> his car, though, it's like a it's like a Buick or something. I don't know. They're all all '90s cars, kind of look. That, it's like, like a that. geo who knows what it is yeah like, <laughs> and but but it's a convertible because the hood has been well, destroyed yeah it's <laughs> you know like <laughs> and there's a there's legit a slow cooker in the back like it I looks like it. the it looks like the back to the future too where they're feeding the trash into it yeah, yeah. so that's baby know. baby what a guy uh yeah is there anything else that anybody wants to mention before we get into the bees and the no, ratings there were, there were so many bees we better just get yeah, started i well there were yeah. but i don't think there were as many bees as there were last week we had a there, lot at the no beginning bugs. and then they just kind of tapered off so we'll we'll go into some rapid fire bees that i have written down uh right yeah, off the I bat saw, i saw you write them all down Right off the bat, we had booze because we had two ladies at the beginning and they had a flask. We had a boom mic, which is very rare. That is a rare B, but we had the reflection of a boom mic in the ATM thing. Uh, So you didn't even see the boom mic. You saw the reflection. Which is so much better because you can just mat that out, man. You can just mat that out. (laughs) Yeah. Their priorities were elsewhere. (laughs) So we had booze, we had a boom mic, we had bills. We had Banaka, which is a a new one. I called that one. Yeah. All the bees happened in like the first five minutes. Yeah. We have have a baseball bat. We had a baseball bat. We had a block of ice. 
Uh, we had a, a couple of bricks of blow. Uh, <laughs> wow. We, we had, had bazongas. We had boxes. We, we had, had bozos. Bozos. We had baby. <laughs> We had bustier. a band in a bar and a bustier. Uh, I mm. think it was penguin, but uh, yeah, we had uh, uh, a shirt with six buttons. Oh, that was insane! That's yeah. Six Bs, rack them up. We had a bromance between <laughs> uh, Michaels and Tatsu from the Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, they saw the cat. They saw the uh, cops coming, and they were like, "Oh, never mind. Let's be friends." <laughs> yeah, that was it. Oh, we're getting a call from Trash Kings. We're getting a we're we're getting a call What's from. Happening? We have two Trash Kings in the meeting. What's happening? Wait, this uh, isn't Sasquatch again, is it? No, Trash Kings, your your video is. What's happening? Sounds like Bane. It's a bit. What's going on? Trash Kings, do you have your shutter I knew over he your was video coming thing? to talk over us. Trash Kings, do you read? <laughs> Not. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Graham has joined all the way from New Orleans, Louisiana. It's Joey. Joey, Joey. It's Joey. 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 He saved all the puns for you. All right, guys. Oh, shit. (laughs) I got to grab another beer for this. (laughs) You guys are still fucking talking? We're just, hey, we're, we're, yeah. We're, we're right. uh, We're going through the bees right now. Uh, in three hours. Come on. And then the very last B, Joey, you get to hear the very last B. I'm so glad you're oh, here. Oh, you think for this. this is the last B, Adam? I have some bad news for you, but go ahead. Oh well, then no. Well, then you go ahead and fill out your Bs because my this one has to be the last one. Well, we have a new B for bastard. Okay. This guy's showing up. <laughs> oh, bastard! <laughs> I got him. <laughs> we had. Uh, they were in a boxing gym. A boxing gym. Okay. Uh, They kept calling for backup. Backup was mentioned numerous times. Uh, There were there were like three or four BMWs in this movie. Okay. Wow. Uh, That huge stack of barrels that he almost knocked over. That's right. Uh, The broken bottles and the. Oh, in the bar. The bar brawl. Yeah. Um, yeah, bastard! You said very nice. God, what a creep. The (laughs) lots of biceps. Yeah, oh, there were biceps. Say, speaking of, speaking of my buddy Patrick, who made uh, dramatic frames, by the way, he did tell he watched the last episode and he was like, "I like how all of you guys look like your serial killers, except for the guy named Apocalypse." <laughs> <laughs> so I had to share that with y'all. <laughs> yeah, not specifically you, Joey, but right now. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. We've got there's bulletin. There was a lot of that. That, that was, like, plastered all over the place. Um, we said babes. We said band. Uh, blazers. Blazers. Everyone. Yeah, there were a lot Business of blazers. Business was one you said. Business but, um, skirt. Yeah, that's a good one. We got that's, bullets, obviously. Bullets and bullet grazes. Um, they mentioned a boathouse. Like, that's where they found them. That was, like, the last one of the last locations. And that's all I got. Okay. Except for a banana peel. Don't count it. But there was a banana peel in this point. Well, not integral to the plot. So. The Hold very, on. yeah. Have you guys watched how to banana peel? <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse, I can see you. 
Oh no, I think, I think we're no, I, I think we're about to be joined by I don't think is that oh, apocalypse? It might I don't know. We might have another special guest. Uh hailed for he's from Montana. So the 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 last B and to me it's the biggest B uh and it's the it's the B that makes this movie what it is. Uh y'all we had boss bitches. Yes. No. We sure did. We had some boss bitches in this fucking movie. Every woman in this movie was a boss bitch. And it was great. Sorry, I, I know I'm trying to vamp for <laughs> Apocalypse to do well, whatever he's okay. doing. If I may add, <laughs> the boss bitch is correct, but the I think the biggest B, the most important B, is the Bechtel test <laughs> was passed with flying fucking colors. Flying I colors. Was, yeah. I was cheering in this movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Apocalypse, are you there? Damn! <laughs> here, I'm queer. Get used to it. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good shit. He's queer now. Oh, no. You're queer. Been a lot of revelations on this episode, man. This book is revelations. What the? What that just, got to do with it? Not the <laughs> revelations. The book of huh? revelations. Yeah. Uh, so, Joey, this is this is interesting. Now that we have you here, and you've heard maybe five minutes of what we've talked about, you know the title of the movie, and you've seen the poster. Take a stab at what you think this was about. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't even remember what what did you guys watch? We watched Rage and Honor. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a cop drama with maybe some rage. I doubt there's any anything honorable about it. Oh, how wrong you would be. Oh, how wrong you would be. <laughs> it's all about honor, not about rage. Yeah. Fucking shocking. Uh okay, so do we want to get into the ratings or does anybody else have anything else they want to say? Hmm. Let's um, do it. Yeah. All right. We'll start with you, Giles. How many bags? Um I will go. Uh, is 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 five the max, or we or is it four? Sorry, five. Remind me, five. It's out of five. You know, I had a blast, so I'm gonna go four out of five on this one. Okay, four, pretty good. <laughs> okay, so four bags from Giles. Uh, Apocalypse, how are you feeling? Three, <laughs> three, three bags because because I don't feel like it was trash. You know, I mean, it was good a good point. movie overall. The fight scenes, <laughs> they uh, they were good. They were really good. It's like just this movie was filled with good martial arts, but none of it was that memorable. <laughs> I mean, the bouncing from the nets was memorable. 
Some of it was like kind of memorable, but not like Jackie Chan. Wow. <laughs> Jackie Chan. See your that's, favorite. That's the kind of shit I like. Yeah. Okay. Jackie Chan. Okay. <laughs> you like chicken soup by chance? Okay. If it's for the soul. Uh-huh. <laughs> Predominantly. Uh, see, Joey, you should never leave us. Like, to ourselves like we can't be trusted <laughs> okay so three bags from apocalypse <laughs> yeah. I've been having a great time without Joey <laughs> oh. <laughs> JD how many bags I'm, I'm going with four also because okay. at first I was thinking I was like I'm going to give it a 3.5 right down the middle kind of thing because I'd, I felt like I think you mentioned this that it wasn't it didn't really feel like a trash movie it felt like a just a bad like real movie it wasn't quite trash like they were it felt like they had a fine budget they had like name actors or people who at least went on to be you know something so yeah I don't know but the but it's really that the whole like feminism shit that was uh, like really cool especially for 92 yeah like it just felt like even the yeah, I, I just I, I really love that. I love the pressure point thing was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, it just didn't quite get more than four, but they, it had a lot of stuff going for it. All right. So we've got four bags from JD. We've got four bags from Giles. We have three bags from Apocalypse. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to give it three and a half. Uh, it was it was good. It was it was good, but it just it didn't have enough of those trash elements for me. It had some very inventive deaths, or at least the one inventive death with the pressure points. Um, yeah, one headshot, that was about it. One headshot, yeah. there were no. There was no nudity, there was not as much blood as I would like. Uh, it was clearly, like, competently made. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it's above average, for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it three and a half, so... Mm-hmm. Three and a half for me, Joey. Do you want to weigh in? Yeah, on a movie that you haven't seen. <clears throat> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My general feeling is there was too much honor. <laughs> You're actually completely right. Yeah. <laughs> and not enough rage. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion about most movies. So, well, that's a good assessment. You know, it's funny. He nailed it. He actually nailed. <laughs> he it. He nailed it. Like that's exactly what the movie ended up being. Yeah. To be clear, I watched zero out of this film, <laughs> but I feel my opinion is valid. You have your hand on the pole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize Apocalypse was a Apocalypse puppet. Now, yeah. is well, this... Apocalypse has barely been here tonight. We've been well. Uh... He was out in the field for a while. He was in, uh... in, in, in yeah. The field. He's in, he's oh, in Mike's guys. apartment now, which is shocking. Oh, you're really gonna love this episode, Joey. I hope you watch it. Oh, I will. <laughs> By the way, everybody on Spotify, just click over to the video portion because you're really <laughs> missing everything right now. <laughs> With Apocalypse's character that 
is new. Yeah. Was he doing this the whole time? It's more or? of an avatar. It's an avatar. Uh, it's been, you know. <clears throat> Off and on. <laughs> Off and on. <laughs> Joey, you cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is 1990. What fucking year was Two. this? 92. Two. 1992's Rage and Honor. That is 3.625 bags of trash from the Trash Movie Kings. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Trash Movie Kings. Shoot us an email, trashmoviekings at gmail.com. Yep, Instagram. I said, yeah. yeah. That's the main one. That's where you get access to the store. Uh, yeah. Um, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, By helicopters. While, while you're there, give Apocalypse Howl a follow. Uh, give JD Karpicki a follow. Giles, Joseph Graham, myself. Um, yeah, I'm your host, Adam Edwards. Joining me this week, Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giles, JD Carpicky, and uh, su special surprise guest co host, guest. Joseph Graham, all the way from New Orleans. Wow. <clears throat> thank you guys for giving up your Thursday nights, your Friday mornings. Uh, thank you all for listening. Rate us five stars on Spotify, subscribe, all that shit. And we will see you next time. Hey, hey.